invite has been sent to Jake Hutchinson. Hi, Jake. What's going on, partner? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. This, uh, this Lance fella was quite something. Pretty good, man. Pretty good. Holy shit. I mean, he he was gar he was garbage to start. Let's let's, let's like call a spade a spade. Uh, real bad, uh, not good, uh, somewhat disconcerting. Like I was feeling it in my my bones. Like oh no, right? Uh, has everything that I've been seeing on the practice field been a lie, and that this guy uh, can't can't handle it? And then I thought, no, you know what I should do is definitely not send out uh, insane hot takes. On Twitter right now, like that would be ideal. I think as far as I went was uh, he doesn't look ready, which he certainly didn't for the first couple series. Uh, but then they throw him out there, two minute drill, and he he was awesome. It, it, it goes kind of to the thing that I've been saying time and time again. I, I do feel it's fundamental to the sport and to whatever this situation is. And certainly Kyle Shanahan has to recognize it because he brought in Trey Lance, but. The way that Lance is able to get yards in bunches just gets easy yards. Um, whereas Jimmy, you know, they, they were supposed to bring him in for the end of the fourth quarter, right? And he had like a 16 play drive. Well, the 16 play drive ended in an interception. And it's the First best quarter, example. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> no, you're. you're you're right. Sorry. Uh, that would have been really final. weird if Jimmy just came back in and street clothes. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, but like, so he's on this, he's on the 16 play drive and it ends with a, a horrendous overthrow. Um, Brandon Ayuk, who literally has a 40 inch vertical. I looked it up, mock draftable, like a dude who could easily dunk, uh, was barely able to get fingers on it with a vertical leap uh, because Jimmy overthrew him wide open. I don't know if it would have been a touchdown because the safety was looming, but like a, a massive gain puts him in the red zone. Like that, that is the play of the drive. And he's not able to get the job done because every, in order to score with Jimmy Garoppolo as your quarterback, you have to do a dozen things correct in a row. And with Trey Lance, you have to do like two things, right? Maybe sometimes one. Yeah. And, you just get big yards, and then you're set up for a touchdown. And I don't care that the kid doesn't know what he's doing yet. <laughs> like, right. just go with the dude who can get yards in bunches. And Kyle Shanahan should know that, right? Like, the the thing – offense in the NFL is predicated on yardage. I know that people will say, oh, points. But, like, yards equals points. Uh, it's not always a direct correlation, but yards equals points. And I just – think that Lance would get the team more yards than Jimmy Garoppolo, even if it makes Kyle feel a little more queasy on a minute-by-minute basis. Like, there's just no question who the better quarterback is. It's just an issue of can Lance get the reps, and the more you played him, as we saw, the better he got. I, I, I want to see a full-on audition, like game number three against the Raiders, dress rehearsal. Yep. I want to see two quarterbacks given a fair shot at uh, or at least one quarterback now given a fair shot at being the starter and whomever plays better gets the job. That, that's what I want to see. What, what did you see? Yeah, I'm, I'm with you there, partner. Um, and I think that that's probably the plan. Um, that's crazy, they, by the way. Like, it, it would be it, like, it's great that that's the plan, but like, that that's that is that's Jimmy disqualifying himself from the job even more so than Lance just being good because Lance like outside of the the most recent you know couple drives like Lance hasn't looked awesome but Jimmy right. hasn't hasn't done anything to be like oh well you have to go with Jimmy 
It's also something where first game he comes out uh, and it's like he hasn't really played real football right. uh, in two years. So it's just a like it's going to be weird. This one, uh, it was like, I don't know what it was. That It was just bad. He was just making mistakes. Um, he was overthrowing a lot. And he was um, Kaepernicking it out there. He was just totally just and 95 then, mile per hour fastballs. And then Kyle made the very smart decision to say, like, let him just work through it. And then yeah. he did work through it. Uh, because again, it's a guy who's 21 who has not played a lot of real football in life, but like he only played one real year of college football as right. a quarterback. Like, right. He's a, he's at a nuts. one double A school, right? So he's not exactly getting the cream of the crop competition. He's at a powerhouse in that division that he's playing in. And then, you know, so he could just kind of run over dudes. That was my knock on him coming out of North Dakota state. Like he was a little run happy and that he would just decide I'm going to run over these dudes because that's a really good play for him when you're in North Dakota state. And then he gets one game against central Arkansas last year, which he wasn't that good at. And so right. it's and totally I like, fair. I, to, I don't know yeah. about this guy. <laughs> that, you, know? you and I, you and I, I, I was certainly higher on fields. Um, than, than Lance coming out of the draft. And I'm still very high on fields. But, like, Lance, I get for the 49ers. Because oh, yeah, of, completely. Because of sort of the um, all the, stuff the ease of transition. About. Yeah, yeah the, the, the way fields operates is it's more deliberate. It's a little bit more like you build your system around fields. It's a whereas, true spread, yeah. Yeah, whereas Lance, like, already has a skill set that fits the 49ers system. Right. And you can still build the system around him, but you don't have to build a completely new system because he's sort yes. of built for it already. Yeah, you're making augmentations or tweaks as opposed to, like, tear it down, which is somewhat of what Kansas City did with Mahomes, right? And, and so as much as I think that everyone wants to go to the Mahomes comp of, oh, well, he sat out a year. And it's like, yeah, that's true. But the coaching staff also needed a year to build a fucking playbook. Right. You know? Also, Alex Smith was playing pretty good. While, right, he was know, certainly like, playing better than Jimmy Garoppolo has, and I presume will continue to play. Like that—that's—I don't think that's out, out of line. Like Jimmy Garoppolo is probably not going to be a starter in the NFL next year, whereas Alex Smith, not only was not, a, yeah, I'd he say was a, he, I'd say he starts a game next year, but he's not a full time starter. He's not like the dude. No yeah. one's signing him and being like Jimmy Garoppolo. Problem solved. Whereas Washington traded like a third round draft pick, I think for Alex Smith and then gave him a huge contract. They're like, Alex right. Smith problem solved. And right. the only reason that maybe uh, well, who, who's to say, but like the reason it didn't work out is because the dude almost died. Like right. it wasn't an issue of him playing poorly. He was Alex Smith and that's frustrating in and of itself, but like it's effective. And uh, especially for a team that is disorganized and, and doesn't have, you know, playmakers, you don't mind a quarterback that's all about kind of rote execution and every yard being hard fought. But when you have this many playmakers and, and you're this in many a, guys who can drop passes. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay. You know Good what? Lord. That's a great, that's a great point. What's Let's go about man? that. <laughs> um, I, I pointed out to you during a pra- I think it was last Tuesday's practice. It was before the first, or maybe it was after the first preseason game. It was right after the first preseason game because I had been kind of keeping a mental note of it and I didn't want to make the Mountain Avamoho. And then IU had a bad drop in that first preseason game, that that very first one where Lance rolls to the right, nails him right in the hands, and he drops it. And I go, oh, I've been kind of seeing that. And I'm standing next to you, 
on the the uh, field closest to the Levi Stadium stands, and Ayuk is five yards away from us on the same sideline, and he right. has an egregious drop during practice. Right. I was just like, one of like, I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> and then like two plays later, he ended yeah. up dropping. I'm like, I'm like, okay, I'm like right. by the way, look out for this man. Like the, the, these, you know, Ayuk is his hands have looked shaky and we're not always in the same place at the same time at right. practice. And you know, you don't want to make something out of it nothing. Didn't start off that way either. Like the first couple of totally. years, like, uh, something happened. automatic, like, Something's I don't know. off there and it's disconcerting. Um, I'm not, I am now, uh, <laughs> I have worked through the process. Like it is now 0% his fault <laughs> that Jimmy Garoppolo pass was intercepted. Uh, did cut cut blamed, Ayuk, didn't he? I I, I, so think, I was trying to watch I, the presser, and it was you know I'm obviously watching from home because I, I didn't subject myself yeah, uh, to fuck, staying fuck. in Southern California for another two days. Listen, Southern California is it, lovely, yeah. but like uh, watching it on TV is so much better. I I took a nap. genuinely, genuinely I legitimately man. took a 15 minute nap during the game. I paused. I, lo- it, I love that for you. I and mean, I, t- I took also, the nap. can we just mention that was I? It's I not a good tweeted, broadcast. I probably tweeted too many times about how bad that first half was until the Ooh. last two minutes. Ooh. But that, I texted uh, Jake uh, Montero, yeah. our, our lovely, my lovely editor and friend. He's, he's, your, he's your boss and, and my friend. Yes. And I said, this might be the worst game I've ever watched any sport. <laughs> Man, you, you, you did not watch a lot of Raiders football. I'll give you that. And you weren't around before. You know, and, and this is something that a lot of fans go to, and I totally get it. They weren't around, you weren't around for pre-Jimmy football. Right, um, but boy, yeah that that was that was tough. Luckily, I perked up when Missouri legend Chase Daniel entered right. the game and proceeded to lose his job. I think that that mm-hmm. <laughs> I think uh, so. So he got shown up, man. Um, it's not. It was also it was also something where it's like your expectations for it to be sort of entertaining, and then it's the worst. Oh thing. And then there's like a timeout with 20 oh, seconds left in the first quarter. 24 penalties in that game? And then, dude, the refs were fucking I don't even, on I, one, I'm not, I'm not even joking. I think there were legitimately 24 penalties in that game. I'm going to get that up. The refs were having the time of their goddamn life. Well, they had, oh like, God. the 49ers started their third-string offensive line, so that was a great start. Right. Um, the Chargers are notorious. I, I know that they have a new coaching staff, and I think that Brandon Staley is a sharp guy and all that. But uh, they are notoriously undisciplined. Uh, they're not like Raiders level, but they play in right. the same division. They're like Raiders adjacent. And uh, <laughs> they're like Bengal, close to the Bengals. Uh, and, it, it, yeah, it was just a hot mess. There, there, were, there were eight first downs by penalty. Oh. Um, oh. Let's see. That's let's see if I can find the total number. They got uh, my man 14, 14, 14 total okay. penalties. Well, it felt like more, honestly. <laughs> you could have you you convinced me there were 10 on top of that. But uh, they got my man B.W. Webb. That was harsh. Uh, it, was, it was, man, it was, it was a lot. It was, it was a hey man, rough, that, that rough watch. That two-minute drill was, uh, was, and it opened with another drop. Like, Correct. Wayne Gallman got hit in the hands just you know turned away was, they've been doing that a lot where guys by the are way, that's, turning that's, up field that's one of those like drops that's for the better oh like, yeah do we want to give wayne gallman the benefit of the doubt that he clearly doesn't deserve? right you've got 57 seconds left you're you know you're throwing a screen to wayne gallman there's like, a man really literally crushed. right on top of you right you're, you're facing you're, you're you've basically presented yourself to him right <laughs> like he, it's I, I dropped that shit too 
They, I think when he gets into trouble, they just need to put Trent Sherfield in the game um, because, man, like – They have a connection. It's incredible. Uh, and Sherfield, by the way, on that 40 – I think it was a 41-yard play. It's a like, he got, like, another 12, 15 yards that, like, mm-hmm. weren't there. Like, he was out of bounds when he caught the ball. And like, Yeah, they tried, they tried to do in. that, like, bullshit defensive back tackle where they just sort of, yeah. like, try to run him into an area so that someone who can tackle – That guy's fearful, man. And he was just like, nah. And he he just he's such a graceful wide receiver. I don't know if he's like good, but aesthetically very pleasing. Um, Oh yeah, it's it's he was the guy that like early on in camp everybody's got you know shorts or whatever, and he was in the full he was full full uniform. uniform Out there looking like Antonio Brown, and you know we roll our eyes at him. We're like, I don't know, you know, it's Trent Shearfield. Like, who the fuck is Trent right. Shearfield? Like, the, the Arizona Cardinals carry 14 wide receivers, right. and he couldn't make it. So, right. like, why are, we, why are we taking this seriously? And then he just made a bunch of plays, and you go, okay, well, he's obviously the best of the guys who are going to get cut here any minute now, the best of the Austin Watkinses and such. And uh, he just kept making plays. And it's, it's right. a great story. It's not, not in the sense of, like, they're going to make a movie out of it, but you know, it, I, I feel like it's something important that you can actually show up to camp and make a team. It doesn't feel like that happens all that often, right? It, and and one of those guys is going to get hurt, and he's and regardless of whether one of those guys gets hurt, he's going to get a lot of playing time. And I, I think know, I think he's I think he's going to be the number three receiver. I mean, I I, I know Sanu had a touchdown, but he had a really I, bad I drop. Think, I think he is going to be the more rotational, like higher snap count receiver, and Sanu will get. Uh, more like sort of tight, third, you know, third, third down, eight, daddy. Yeah, situation type situations. I'd almost reverse it, but you I would. Get it. Yeah, I get, I get it though. Where you're coming from with the big body, right? And, you know, Sanu just kind of having been there. Uh, also, third down that allows you to then put Muhammad Sanu at quarterback. Right, right, which right, is right. something I'm very much looking forward to. I mean, they did it with Emmanuel Sanders. I think it's vitally important that they have Trey Lance out wide, Jimmy it's Garoppolo, at some point. and Jimmy wait. Garoppolo out wide. I can't wait for that. And we do a double and end around. Throws the ball. Yeah, double end around with Muhammad Sanu throwing it. That that um, is. If that happens, it's I'll, going to happen. It's going to. First happen. First off, I, I've already written the column, so I'm really hoping that that okay. comes down. Uh, second, uh, if it happens, I'll, I'll shut up about Kyle. Like I'll I never that. question that Kyle's not a genius <laughs> because, <laughs> like, that's. There is an entertainment factor to all of this, and doing cool shit is very important to me. <laughs> Because I'm I'm completely with you on that. We zone left Kevin doesn't White do it for me in the Debo role last year, and we never got it. And I'm still a little upset about that. <laughs> Jesus um, Christ! By the way, Kevin White. I mean, you, you want to talk really about... mad at the 49ers for uh, cutting him? Kaiser White. He, he he was getting he, into shit all week long, and was like, uh, on what on the Twitter machine? No, no, no. He's the linebacker for the Chargers. Kaiser White. Oh. Well, mm-hmm. he should know that his brother really did deserve to get cut. <laughs> like I. <laughs> I, I was I was as angry about it as anybody. Maybe not right. as your white angry, but like talk about an opportunity. I mean, just nobody, nobody like uh, literally all but two receiver spots were up for the taking. Six spots, four of them were up for the taking in camp, legitimately, with Hurd not being around and Jennings not getting a start. And it's like, dude, right? Can we can, let make me a plan real quick, like? I still have no idea who the last wide receiver on this roster is because no one is doing anything to, like, suggest that they should be the last guy. As of right now, you have four guaranteed in Sherfield, Sanu, 
Debo and Ayuk. Yeah, you have two more that you need to take. I it's, think I, I still think, think it's Jawan Jennings. Jennings. Yeah, and then yeah, that last. I one. don't know. I don't. Know. I don't. It might I, be Jalen Hurd, and they just honestly. I it think might be at this Hurd. point, it might be Craycraft. They might just do Craycraft. No, but I think I think it's something where if you think about it, if you hate all of those wide receivers, why not just bring Hurd on, stick him on IR for the entire year until like maybe theoretically he's healthy. Um, yeah. And then you're just going to, like, one of those guys is going to make it to practice squad anyway. Yeah, I, and then you I just think stick that them on the roster after that. that. It's a weird, twisted way of looking at it, but I think you're right. Like, those guys have been so bad that no one's picking <laughs> them up. Right. So you're, right. you're literally just picking between three guys that you can have again a day later. Exactly. Exactly. So James, yeah, James Craycraft and Simba Webster, like, you're not, nobody is going to be like, oh, hot damn. Here's our opportunity to get right. one of those guys. I mean, somebody, you know, the Seahawks will probably pick up Richie James or something. Well, and then he'll yeah. probably turn into a great player for them. I mean, yeah, I'm sure. Uh, I do think that the Niners, I mean, I was having a conversation with somebody that I trust who's Niners, very Niners adjacent. Let's put it right. that way. And I think that they're still real shook from the, the DJ Moore thing. Like, oh, yeah, man. Like deeply shook and like oh, very mean, uh, afraid. I'm sorry, DJ, DJ Reed. Reed. Yeah, DJ, DJ Reed. Reed. Um, like, I think that they're very concerned with her, with her on that basis. Oh, completely. Cause they got, they got fucking burned hard. Yeah, man. With that. And he's he's a really good player. They did too. It never worked out. It never, well, he was just injured all the time, but it never made much sense to me. I didn't like that move in the moment. Hindsight, of course, no one likes the move, including the Niners. But I thought that that was just. They also thought he was going to be out for the year, I think, and then he came back in like a month, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Weird that's time. A, that's a whole other situation about the right. Niners training staff. They're, yeah, man. <laughs> and I think that they have to be cognizant of that, too. Like, some other team might look at Jalen Hurd and take him to the chiropractor, and suddenly he's fixed, you know? Right. And, he just needs a little little poke in the back in the right spot. Right, yeah. Acupuncture will fix all that up, or, you know, exactly. good, good cupping, or you just, you know... You slice the hamstring just a little bit. You see what happens. You, know, he'll you just start running like a back alley. Oh just, yeah, just guessing. You send it into Miami and you let the good, the good artificial doctors, the fake doctors of Miami, right. take care of business. So I love um, that. You know, one week in the Dominican Republic, you can get a lot of stuff done. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I'm sure. When I was down in Cabo, they had a bunch of you know they have a bunch of dentists down there. They do like cosmetic dentistry in Cabo, obviously for the folks who live in Cabo, but also for American tourists who just will pay out of pocket because it's cheaper than doing it through their insurance company. I mean, maybe you just send Jalen Hurd down to Cabo and you know, you, you hey man, get some, it's not the worst thought in the world. You do some medical tourism, you know? Yeah. Um, one other thing I did want to mention, um, yeah. the 49ers defensive line, big wow. fan of that. Jesus. Uh, well, we've been I, seeing it every day, but it's important to highlight when you see them. Right. And I couldn't name a single offensive lineman on the Chargers today. Um, yeah. You want to talk, talk about I think they have Wally Pip. No, they literally have some baseman. guy named uh, – wait, let me find his name. Um, yeah. Trey Pipkins, the third. Trey Pipkins. Oh, well, you know, Pipkins has been around <laughs> he, a little bit. He's right. No, he was the, yeah, he was the guy that uh, Jordan Willis just was like, I'm going to go low and I know you can't reach me. So What a great rush that was. That was, that was awesome. fantastic. They're monsters. I mean, they legitimate like the interior could start for most teams 
like legitimately most teams. I think all but 10 teams. I was kind of doing the mental gymnastics there. The second string is better than at least 10 teams in the NFL's totally. defensive line. Like the second what Street and Arden, uh, not, not Key. God, but Street is incredible. Oh my God. And he's, he finally and, had like his game. That was, he was, he was just, he was absolutely ace. He's on the team. Here's the, yeah. the craziest part too is we've spent a lot of time. It's really fun just to let everybody in. It's really fun watching the defensive line practice Dude. as compared to other. Things That's because why I never f- watch one-on-ones with receivers because it's so no. much more fun. And uh, Chris Kasarek, the defensive line coach, is a fucking lunatic. I love who him. Is I love him just, so much. Uh, eminently entertaining and has gr- like the coolest, weirdest drills. And the the uh, the Jordan Willis sack today. I mean, I texted you. It's like the hula hoop drill works. Um, they it have does. a drill where they take two giant hula hoops. Uh, we're talking probably a diameter of about eight feet. Each. And by hula hoops, we mean like homemade, like PVC pipe that they just tie. Yeah, up soft together. PVC <laughs> type into a circle. But it is a giant hula hoop. That's right. what it is. And they put two of them. They basically put an eight, uh, a separated eight, out there. They stack them one on top of the other, and you make a figure eight around the hula hoops. And the whole goal is that you are coming around the edges both directions twice, while trying to go as fast as possible and get as low as possible. And watching a guy like Nick Bosa do it, you're like, oh, that is what a defensive lineman is supposed to look like coming off the edge. You watch, uh, like DJ, DJ, uh, Jones. DJ Jones do it, and you're, you're like legitimately stunned that a man that, that they thick. have so many thick boys who are like incredible. It's frightening. And you it's can tell insane. who's not going to make the team. Like you see, like a, a, a Darian Daniels, and it's a little. There's a lot of steps. Kevin right? Givens has struggled with that too, right? And but they're middle defensive linemen, I guess. Right. But like Jordan Reed was always really good at it, and Contavious Street is pound for Jordan, pound. Jordan Willis, not not. F- I'm sorry, Jesus, Louise. I am I am dying up here. I need to go to sleep. Uh, <laughs> this is what happens when your boy gets a a two out of 100 sleep score on whoop last night uh, for reasons. Absolutely. I guess Indian food was the reason I didn't uh, understand any of those words, but I, I sort of understand <laughs> what you're trying to say. Long story short, I have a fi- like a fancy Fitbit and the uh, fancy gotcha. Fitbit gives me a sleep score and it gave me a two out of 100 last night. That sounds, that sounds less than ideal. Yeah, no, I, that's why I took a 15 minute nap during the game. So, and I got to do radio at five o'clock in the morning. Tomorrow. Oh God. Oh God! Yeah. I am fucked. Uh, I love that for you. Yeah, well, I, I appreciate your 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 good tidings. Um, nevertheless, they're they're monsters, and they're going to have to cut like two guys who are really good. Um, yeah, I, I'm. I, I think I'm there's some leaning, clear separation. But, yeah, I'm leaning but, towards Gibbons, but I really don't think they want to get rid of him. I, I think they, they. I think they'll get rid of Daniel. I mean, Daniels is almost guaranteed. Well, well now, yeah, right? Daniels. I don't think is, is definitely not making the team. He looked great tonight too, by the way. Um, yeah, he did. They'll have to. They'll get crafty with with one position. Uh, something that we don't expect, and you know, surprises somehow. Could they go three tight ends? Because uh, Michael Hart. Uh, what was it? Nicole, what's his name? <laughs> Michael Pruitt, yeah. Michael Pruitt, 84, had two holding penalties in the game. He is a blocking tight end. Mm-hmm. Uh, if he's not blocking, yeah, that seems uh, like a good reason to not keep him around. Now, there is no alternative to him as a blocking tight end. Right. You have Ross Dwelly, who can't block. Uh, George Kittle, who has to block too often. Not that he isn't the best in the NFL at it, but like that's not all, what you want him doing on every snap. 
And Charlie Warner, who has made us shut the hell up because he has been really, really good, but not like a dominant run blocker. Like, good, solid. A solid player. Right, right. Could could they go with three tight ends? I and think keep so, an but extra I think, defensive lineman. I think they love tight ends, man. Um, and it's As just do like I. They, put, they put so much on tight ends that, like, and then they also got felt like they got burned by Caden Smith, who went to the Giants and, and did fairly well, and they're still upset about that. So, but yeah, the I thing know. is, like, if they're not impressed with any of those, you know, if they're not impressed with Pruitt or, or Matthews, and go ahead. I also think the thing we talked about beforehand in that weird pregame attempt um, <laughs> is that maybe you just cut Nate Sudfeld and say, hey, just just hang around. Like, we just got to get some guys to IR, um, yeah. and then no, we'll bring right. you back. So I think that, I think that that's the most practical explanation. Right. Plus, it's not as if they can't bring back Josh Rosen. That's true. That's true. Um, <laughs> I love how I loved how people are like, <laughs> they should give this guy a chance. Not a single person in the NFL wanted the cheapest contract in the NFL. Right. Right. They it's couldn't insane. they couldn't even sign him for a different like you couldn't sign him for more more money, less money. Like it was he was on the absolute minimum. He was on somebody, a practice squad contract, and no one's like, yeah, we'd like to bring him in and see what somebody happens. Somebody wrote an article titled, Is Josh Rosen a Victim of Circumstance or Just Bad? <laughs> I mean, it, did that really happen? Yeah. <laughs> Where? Somebody wrote that. Uh, SB Nation five days ago. I love that. Oh, my goodness. That's hilarious. No, he's um, just bad. Um, yeah. It's also. It's, and, yeah. Yeah. We don't need to talk about There's Josh a lot. Rosen There's anymore. a lot there, man. There's a lot there. There was some serial killer vibes. I'm just going to throw that out there. Tough. Tough. It, was, it was not a fun presser. <laughs> yeah, and, I, I and the issue it. is like he had like a decent answer about uh, like what was going wrong. But like when you're a backup quarterback, you don't want to give an honest answer. You want to say, yeah, you know, I took criticism. You want to give platitudes and not really say anything and just say, you're yeah, a like, quarterback. Give... Why the fuck are you at the podium? Right. <laughs> Shut right. up and get out of there. Don't give us an honest answer. Just speak with say nothing. Say nothing yeah. and just say you're working hard. You love your teammates. You love your coach, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. You know, Instead, don't actually like, give us a real answer. Maybe if Kyle gave me a shot and it's like, Ooh. right. <laughs> he's like, well, I'm not playing a lot. It's like, well, whose fault is that? Uh, yeah, Josh. I mean, we see you on the practice field. I'm not sure that the first thing that comes to mind is got to give that guy more. Reps. Wow. I can't believe we got back to Josh Rose and look at us. Well, uh, here, here's the transition. They need to give Lance more reps against the Raiders. I, I, again, I, I want to see one quarter of each. And then if you need to see more Lance, you give more Lance. But I, I, I want to see. Yeah, I don't think Sudfeld plays at all in the, in the uh, that last game. Good, right? even on the premise of okay, we're not actually Lance has zero percent chance to start. I need to, he just needs the reps. He right. just like he's not going to get better on the practice field. He's already whooping up on the practice field, and right. he needs to be in game environments. So you give him as much game environment as possible. And the, <laughs> I think the problem for Kyle is the more game environment you give, the more obvious it is that he should be starting. Right. Like, even even if you have to take your lumps, like that guy's just right. going to win you more games than Jimmy Garoppolo. So, right. And it's uh, and it's like even if it even if it does go wrong, I, but it, it is tough because it's like there there's part of Kyle that knows like this team can remain competitive with Jimmy. Uh, you know, yeah. even if he's just like bang average, just because there's so much talent around him, the scheme is so good. Totally. So I think he's having a lot of trouble weighing like, okay, I know like Trey is just can like has the potential to just win us a game like like that. But yeah. it's also like, you know, do I trust him not to lose us a game like that? 
Uh, but, yeah, also, but like the, Jimmy can do the same thing too. So that's my argument. Like on the negative I, side, not I totally, I totally get where you'd say like he's a rookie. He might make mistakes and ruin it. And it's like, yeah, so can Garoppolo, man. Like it's right. not like Jimmy Garoppolo is doing this, you know, three A nonsense, but not making any <laughs> mistakes. Like it's not like that. Right. It's like he's doing that and then still making mistakes. It's tough, man. I uh, what's if you had to bet right now? Um, when when do you think Lance starts? I mean, as a better, um, uh, uh, week four Seattle at home. Mm. See, I was was I talking to you about that, and you somebody somebody I, I said that to uh, tried to pour cold water on it. Maybe it was you earlier. It was probably me. Yeah. <laughs> But I like I like Seattle because I just it's like well you kind of want to get him in that environment like you know earlier rather than later and you more importantly like it just gives you such a better chance to win like Seattle has seen you so many times like they haven't seen you with this guy. The irony is, if you wanted to give him the easiest entry point, you start him week one, right? And that that's the weird part of it, like. The easiest opponent on your schedule is perhaps Detroit because <laughs> by the time I just, I just had flashbacks to Dan Campbell, just like screaming about nothing into a void. <laughs> I mean, the bears are not going to be good. Don't get me wrong. But by that point, Fields is going to be playing and he's going to be a pain in the ass. Um, you know, Lauren, I am not, uh, I am not super optimistic about urban Myers long-term potential with the Jacksonville Jaguars. But I do think by the time they play in week 11, he's going to have a slightly competent group, albeit not that talented, but like competent uh, because he'll have <laughs> shuffled through so many. Like, I don't know what the Bengals are. Like, I don't know what the Bengals are, but like, I like a lot of their talent. And right. then Houston in week 17 is really bad, but like, you can't start by that somebody, point. But... You want him to just be comfortable enough where he's just running through teams like the Jaguars and the Bengals. And it's not like, oh, well, totally. Like- if you're starting someone in week 17, if you're starting Trey Lance for the first time in week 17, something has gone horribly wrong. Right. That is not part of the plan. Like, there are three columns here on the 49ers schedule. The third column cannot be the first time you start your rookie quarterback unless Jimmy gets injured and he's coming in as a legit backup. Dude, they, uh, have, you, whew, yeah. they have a lot of bad teams. Who do you think out of these four teams the beauty of the fourth place schedule. is going to be the worst? Um the I mean, Lions. The, I think the Texans have a chance to be like I was. That, that's my gut. I was going to say Lions, Jaguars, Bengals, or Texans, and I, we, I think it's the Texans. We've talked a bit about, um, like, I think the Texans actually have a fairly talented roster. I don't. Like, yeah, that's <laughs> and that's fair. Uh, I, I took in some of their preseason game. Uh, David Culley, the the head coach who never actually interviewed for a head coaching job before, is giving me extreme Tom Sula vibes, and uh, that's he is in uh, such a rough spot, man. I feel for that guy. Well, he took the money, man. He's getting paid like three million dollars a year to to handle. You know what? So. I don't feel for him. He's a head coach in the NFL, and that's and that's the same thing that I said with Tom Sula. It's like, oh, they're just throwing him out there as a human meat, you know, meat shield, and it's like, yeah, and they're paying him for it. I'll be right. a fucking meat shield, like. They're giving him the opportunity of a lifetime and paying for it. Like he's never going to no no one would have ever no one interviewed him. No one interviewed Jim Tom Sula for a coordinator job, much less the head coaching job. So you don't just say no because you're getting set up. You say yes right. because you'll never get that much money again in your fucking life. And right. the same thing with Cully. And by the way, they get like three, four year contracts. 
I mean, you, they have to pay it out. It's all guaranteed. So right. Um, also, there's a real chance the Lions are the worst yeah, team on there too. That's true. Uh, one thing I do want to mention before we get out of here. Yes. Uh, look at the look at what happened on three plays. Uh, the okay. one where he converted the two point conversion and somebody Ooh. hit a hold. Ooh, uh, the one where he ran for eight yards and the first down, mm-hmm. and the one where he ran a, a backside bootleg and converted it to Richie James, who then promptly fumbled. Jeez um, but, Louise. But went, went down before it was a fumble. Yeah. Um, but, like, those are only three plays. Like, keep in mind that, like, he's doing every single thing from the pocket right now. Uh, and when it becomes, you know, actual game time, not everything's just going to be him sitting in the pocket. They're going to get him Jake, on the run a Jimmy, lot more. Jimmy scrambled for nine yards on the Okay, play. to be fair, to be really honest. It that was a was, really nice scramble. I was shocked by that. He got out of there. Like, his instinct to run on that play was incredible. Yeah, like I've never seen play. him move like that since like his early days with the Niners. So yeah. to be fair, like his knee probably feels literally as good as it's ever felt, uh, and I was really impressed by that play. But yeah, yeah, no, I not, loved it. Yeah, I start I started thinking, oh well, shit. I guess we get Jimmy all year because that's the kind of play. And then he's like, let me not step into this easy easy throw down field. And right, we'll see what happens. And I go, there's the Jimmy Garoppolo we all know and love. Tough man, it's tough. And listen, but, I, it, it's not as if Lance. Was was flawless, but he's not a nine year NFL veteran. Right, but it also it was one thing where it's like it felt so disjointed, and there was like the Debo play where like probably should have you know been completed, um, and like you know there's stuff that keeps happening. He has seven seven drops that he's dealt with over these two games where it's like it's affecting momentum because they're going from Jimmy to a guy who's throwing them fastballs, which he does need to work on that and get better touch, especially short. Mm -hmm. But it's something where it's like. There's all this stuff that's a little bit disjointed, and it's like, again, for a guy who's like 21, not just trying to make excuses, but like, he, he like he does need to warm up a little bit and like get the feel of it, and it felt like he did. And then Shanahan was like, "All right, he felt good. He got his second touchdown. Pull him." I think that was the right time to pull him, um, but he started to finally get warm, and it showed. It's good stuff. It's good stuff all around, man. I Thank mean, God, because pre- that first half, that first, oh God, I wanted to die. Fucking preseason. What a time to be alive. Thanks, everybody, for joining in, too. Seriously. This, this is fun. You, folks. Um, we'll do it again fucking soon. We'll figure, yeah. we'll figure out a time. Jake? Get some of you folks on. Comments? Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's, uh, let's open it up for, for reels next time. Like, let's get real wild with it. I want some, like, hot takes coming yes. from the fan base uh, on that one. I mean, listen, I, I get it. Not everyone wants to come on here and spit fire. Uh, <laughs> and uh, you know what? It's probably a better way to live life, but like, I'm just gonna start inviting people up. Just fucking talk. I we had a great kind. Con- we had a great pregame kind of day. That guy seemed really nice. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll do it again soon. Thanks, Jake. Thanks, everybody. Appreciate you.